This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall, and there will be no disqualifications. Making their way to the ring from lineupmedia.fm at a combined weight of 849 pounds, the three horsemen. It's the three horsemen, fella. You come for demand. <laughs> Top of the that's what I tell. That's what I tell her on the Rosie when she comes for me title and me charms. You're lucky. It's the three horsemen show. You know the teams: Alex and Corey taking on T.O. and Eric. Big Easy as I like usual. To be a third separate team. Big Easy as usual <laughs> is the special guest referee. All right, I like that. Coming for me title. Gentlemen, we're coming to you a week early, so just so you know, we're going to be talking about what happened on SmackDown last night, so if you want to fast forward, it's going to be like, it's going to be a few minutes, so we're going to talk about it. Gentlemen, what's going on? I must have recorded SmackDown and watched it 18 times since last night. At least you you did. I played it on three different screens at 15-minute intervals, so I could watch different parts of it at the same time. Oh, really? That's a good idea, though, isn't it? It is now. I mean, you could watch, if you had eight TVs... And staggered it by 15 minutes. You can watch the whole show like in 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? While we are At outrageously stretching the truth, I do not know what SmackDown is. It is a television magazine show. Hmm. What? Like Shotgun Saturday Night. <laughs> Jacked. What a, what a program. <laughs> Velocity. <laughs> Heat. Whatever. Silence. Anyway. Silence. <laughs> Jesus, tough crowd. You um, just got to get funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, check us out. Facebook.com forward slash numeral three horseman show. Twitter.com forward slash numeral three horseman show. YouTube.com the three horsemen. Also, check out Yo Radio. Yo Radio.com. It's a streaming platform. Download the app. Go check it out. Stations for every kind of music you would enjoy or not enjoy. You can always, if you're an, into SM, you can listen to those stations. Mm. That's free, right? If you're a masochist, oh, it's free, baby. That's right. I thought so. It's as free as a really good analogy that I could make there, but I can't make it right now. All brought to you by my one headphone just went out and came back in. All brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. That's the website you go to check us out. You'll find a lot of podcasts. Some you'll enjoy, some you won't, but check them all out. I'd say you're going to enjoy them all. Like, what about the Surreal Talk podcast by Sucks. Big Easy and Big Eric? Sucks. It's, it's okay. gone downhill. What do you guys talk about <laughs> on the Surreal Talk cults, conspiracies, and theories? Our uh, next show is going to be about something called the Akashic Record. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, it's basically the psionic record of everything that's ever been thought or done in human history. It's stored in another plane of existence, man. Is it stored in the deep state? No. Right. Alternate dimension. The ethereal plane. Think. Do they sell pizzas where they keep this record at? Uh, probably not. I, mean, I, I hope so. Are we going? If we're, yeah, I mean, 
So I don't know. Well, that's what we're talking about next time: the Akashic Plane, the Akashic Record. The Akashic Plane. Mm-hmm. Legit. That's a legit question about the pizza, though, Sonny. It's something you ask. That's why I ask. You're going to a new plane of existence. You're going to want to find out who delivers. You think I'm making shit that's up right. as we go along? No, here? That's, what, that's what I said. It's a legit question. Mm-hmm. What you got to know? In terms of current wrestling, there was current wrestling in our local uh, place of business, which is St. Louis, Missouri, last night. And apparently they stuffed 43 things into one television program. Because they had a bunch of shit happen. Even I tuned in. Things were trending on Twitter. I tuned in because wrestling fans are really observant. And they realized that Daniel Bryan was going to win the title last night. And I, I'm not sure why that happened. But it did definitely happen. So he turned heel. Hmm. And somebody said yesterday, why don't they go with Daniel Bryan? I think it was Alex. Alex was right. Good guess, Alex. As always. And so they put the title on Daniel Bryan, which leads to him wrestling Brock Lesnar. What can go wrong? If anybody knows how big Daniel Bryan is. He's a skinny dude. What could possibly go wrong? Anybody, go ahead. And he's got a propensity for concussion, right? If I'm not not mistaken. Yeah. Ended his career once. Neck injuries. um. So you're going to throw him in there with a suplex machine. Yep. Genius. They do count. Hmm. So, Am I curi- missing the point here? Curious, so, like, curious what type of match they work. Right. What can go right? What can go wrong? What can go wrong? They'll do a quick burial of Daniel Bryan. They're that not sucks. unifying the belts, right? Correct. So that can't happen. Continue. He still holds the belt. They're not going to bury him. Come what on. Do you do? What did he do? You don't think? It? No. You can't bury your title holder right now. Unless you put it back on Styles the next week. Mm. They, they, I, I don't know. I think they're so turned off by Daniel Bryan and him not going on the Saudi trip, and just I feel like they've soured on him in general to where this maybe is a way to just, punish him. Maybe this is just a smoke screen and saying, okay, we're just going to put the belt on Bryan, but we're going to bury you at Survivor Series and put the belt back on Styles next week. Has, has he that, held it before? Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. has he held that belt before? Okay, oh, yeah. You think he cuts his hair and shaves the beard? So as I do on <clears throat> Surreal Talk, I'm going to poke holes in all this. One, they don't turn him heel. Which they did. Mm-hmm. They don't have him win the belt cheating, as he did, obviously. And they don't put him against Brock in a big match where the now, now that more eyes are going to be on it because Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair are going to wrestle. So I do not think they're going to bury him. My prediction, if you're listening to this the two days after Survivor Series, I say Dean O'Brien's going to beat Lesnar. Ooh. Underhanded and cheat and cheating, he's going to be well, the Lesnar's going to be the face. Him, I know. So when will okay? So think, I think this is this is the smartest thing they've done in about two three years. Is there so, any way Heyman is involved and Heyman becomes sure. the mouthpiece for Brian? Why do you think they had him talking up all that shit last night? He becomes Daniel Bryan's guy. That would solve Daniel. The, Daniel Bryan does need a talker because he's not great the, on the mic. Unless they strap Brie Bella with them and they go heel with both of them, which I doubt they do. Daniel Bryan's a smug fucker. He's good at that. He's good at being like, huh, told you. He gives that smirk. Well, and, he, and he's been on the reality shows enough to where he plays the vegan. I mean, like all the shit he does, he could play that snobby, like, but The Miz plays that same thing. Like there's there's multiple characters that are that way, but. 
you know, he he could be like a. Uh, I could see Heyman going that way, and moving the SmackDown. Sorry. Fox is wanting better ratings on SmackDown. So I mean, like I, I do see your point with that, Corey. So that's so that's another interesting dynamic thrown in. So you you still got kind of in the background, him and Miz still never really resolved their. That's a mania match, thing. I think. So how do you go? How do you move in that direction? The because belt, I don't, the I don't belt think, will be off of him. The 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 Miz will have to have the belt. Well, no, I'm talking as far as like the heel face dynamic because I don't think you can have them both go in as heels. Do you turn Miz face? Miz has never been a good no. face. I mean, he's just he hasn't. I no, I agree with you, Corey. But it's like I mean, that's what that's what everybody thought was going to happen. Though they were they were going to run this promo, get away from it for a little bit, and then finish it off at WrestleMania with Brian and and. Or do you feel like they'll pull a big show and turn Daniel Bryant back face within the next month? No, see, we are booking logically. Logic is out the wind. That is, we've talked about this for two years now. Logical booking is that does not exist. Well, remember when he was hot and they put him in the Wyatt family for like four weeks? And exactly, then and yeah. then they changed their mind. Which is the going back to my point. I don't necessarily think they can just. I I don't think that they wouldn't do everything I said. Have him lose to Styles next week for the belt, and then turn him back face. You know. A month later, I'm not saying it could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. But the point I was going to make was what you just said: is that cup of coffee run he had with the Wyatts that lasted like three weeks. So I don't know if like if it what happened there. If if uh, creative changed their mind there. Well, he was just so over. He was still getting cheered, and the fans were just going apeshit still when he was with them. But I think you're still going to have the same thing. I think if you put him up against Lesnar at Survivor Series, even if... Well, and they've they painted the picture that Lesnar doesn't care, and he's not a wrestler and doesn't care about the business. So right. You're wrestling junkie versus the guy that's just there to get a paycheck so, from story term lines. So even if you've got Daniel Bryan just waylaying him with a chair, the fans are going to go nuts over it. They're going to love it. So I don't know how you can, again, key word here is logically think that you're going to have, you're shaking your head. No logic. No, I, no, I, logic. I, no I know. I agree. Heyman's the only well logical the way. That's this, it. Yeah. That's the only logical way that it makes sense is Heyman. Remember how everybody thought that he was going to turn on Brock? I can't remember when. Go with Strowman was, was one of the rumors. yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the perfect time. Could you I, make Brian? I, not that. Go ahead, sir. No, no, no. Go ahead. Could you make Brian the CM Punk type of guy with Heyman? No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, just the almost. You know how Punk was straight edge, and he had that "I'm better than everybody" kind of shit. He goes with that best in the world persona. Well, they pushed. The, didn't they push that last night? I didn't watch. I watched when. I got on Twitter and that's that was Daniel Bryan was trending. I'm like, why? Because he hasn't done anything. And so I go to check and it says, is he going to win the title tonight? Because, like I said, wrestling fans know what they're doing, know what they're watching. So he goes and wins it. So I, from what I read, he basically said, what did he? He said, stop saying my name or whatever he did. That's that's what I understood. And then he went after Styles. 
and they brawled and they had a separation. I thought the whole thing was going to end in a schmoz because they said they were watching the doors for Raw to come back in. I was like, all right, that makes sense. This will end up with those guys getting beat down. I'm flipping between this and a hockey game. Go back and he had just low blowed him. I didn't see it. Don't know what happened. But I'm like, oh, he's going to fucking win. And then he did the thing where he pulls the arms up on the guy after he beat him and kept kicking him in the head. He is not flipping back to good guy. No, that was a huge sell. Huge sell. He's a bad guy now. I think it's the best thing they can do. And Heyman being there last night. I, I, Perfect. Yeah. It's all set up. It's good. And then Brock's going to look to kick the shit out of him. There you go. So is that your WrestleMania match? Do you string it that no. long? No. They were going to do it Sunday night. No, I know, but do you if if Heyman flips on Lesnar, that's going to be a bigger storyline than just a one-off. Okay, well, so let, let's look at it from this perspective. Do you think something has happened behind the scenes to where Brock somehow needs an out to go do UFC only, and this is his way out? The con- From what I understand, the contract is... Any contract he had with WWF was fine with his one UFC fight. One fight only. The thing that I don't get is you're going to know if he's going back to UFC because his body's going to change. His body looks significantly different when he's in UFC than when he's in you WWE. You don't say. Because he's going to work out harder. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he'll get bigger. And the thing was, he's still, him too big. He, he still popped his last UFC fight and his body was drastically different. Remember, he was he, mm-hmm. they, he he always had the t-shirt on. He was wearing the jogging pants, the you know, like the Adidas pants or whatever. Mm-hmm. He always he was always covered. So they haven't they haven't started that. He still looks big. The soonest he can, the soonest he could fight Cormier is March. So I I I don't know. I, I and the more and more I think about it, I don't think that fight happens. I think that they're going to after Cormier. I think Cormier Jones three happens because they're realizing that's going to be a bigger pay per view payday than Lesnar Cormier. I think at the end of the day, Lesnar still has one fight that he could do at a UFC two fifty or three hundred or something like that against someone, but not necessarily against Cormier. I think the whole UFC thing's not going to happen. And John Jones, I mean, so say Jones Cormier fight, then Jones and. Lesnar fight, and it's as, it's bigger than Cormier Lesnar, and they can do that after WrestleMania. But from what everybody's saying online, his contract's through WrestleMania. It doesn't say how many appearances, but it, it's at least through April. I believe that. At least, I think it's all leverage, but he's smart. He should do. I I do it every year through <sighs> April. I don't know that he's smart. I know that his agent is. I don't know who his agent is, but he's a smart motherfucker. Heyman handles a majority of his. Sh- I'm sure he has a big time agency, but Oof. from what I understand, Heyman handles everything with WWE. Well, that's surprising that they would let talent manage a contract, but anything's possible. I know that I'm going to watch Sunday now, for sure. Especially with the other part is now it's Charlotte versus Ronda. And, they and that fucks WrestleMania. Uh, they did not want to do that. Well, now it's going to be Becky and her at WrestleMania. For sure. But will it main event now? Yeah. And what do you, So now how do you build Becky to be this huge ass star now? You don't let her wrestle till Royal Rumble? Then you build her from there? No, I, I get it. I'm not arguing with it. But, oh, it's easy. In fact, it's easier. But they're on different brands right now. 
None of that means anything. But you're going to have to have a storyline other than what just happened. Oh, so you'll have to double shot them and then have bigger crowds and bigger ratings? If they can actually do that, if they're smart enough, I would like to think that they are actual writers and they can do this. I don't know. Dude, that's the thing. Like Stuff that is simple in our minds, it seems to be a little difficult for those guys. I think you can sell twice Said as much. Every mo- fan ever about you- every any anything that they're passionate about, you know. I guess yeah. a Star Wars fan, you know, like they say the same shit. Stuff that seems so simple, you know. Why can't they just do that? Do they do a Becky Never. 316 shirt? Well, supposedly there are already bootleg shirts out there that say like Becky 316. I just whipped your last. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! So something. God help me. I just whooped your last. Well, she just got more popular. Yeah, Nia, they're talking about punishing Nia Jax behind the scenes. She Fuck, should, she should get a raise. She should thank her. That was the best thing that, I mean, best thing that could have happened to her is getting busted open. Her not being busted open and her getting this concussion. Do you, I mean, do we all agree the concussion's real? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, for sure. They, they wouldn't be doing this because they want Charlotte in that main event with Rousey. Unless they uh, are worried about the fact that Ronda will get booed, which Ronda needs to be a bad guy anyway, which by the time Mania comes around, Ronda will be the heel and Becky will be the face. Mark say, this, November 14th, 2018. I was going to say, that's six months away. You can have a lot of stuff happen between now and Mania. I mean, you guys, they can the have f- a... four horsewoman thing is what I'm thinking. You can have a... Uh, they can do one of their drafts, like where they... Oh, no, I, I agree to where I mean, they can end so, up on I mean, the same brand. Yeah. Brands aren't going to matter. Yeah, well, apparently Fox wants all talent. That's, <laughs> that's the other thing. I think it happened. Yeah. Well, one thing's for sure. They have they have more leverage than USA. They paid more. I was going to say, they have, as far as the women's division, they have a ton more talent than Raw does at yeah. the moment. Yep. So, hmm. so do, you, do you have Rousey go heel by having her buddies? Because they, they did it on the... Uh, at the women's event where uh, Jessamine Duke and, uh, oh, uh, the one that's – she's married to the small guy down in NXT. She's an NXT wrestler. Uh, Mira something or another. Don't know. As I say, I'm not sure who you're – It's one of – it's Rousey's group of wrestlers. There's four of them. They were all MMA girls. Yeah, I know. I, I just can't – I don't know Yeah, so <clears> – <throat> Those two got involved in the little Pitbull-looking girl's uh, match the other night and kind of started a stable. They've already had these confrontations between the four horsewomen with Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, and fuck whatever the other one is, Sasha, (laughs) Bailey, and then those four. So maybe that's how you flip Rousey heel is by the dog-faced girl that's the champ right now, Baszler, who's bad. <coughs> dog-faced Don't girl. know what any of that means. Eh. No, but maybe maybe Baszler and her jump someone, or that that's the way to get Charlotte over is that, you know, they do some underhanded shit to where the wrestler, you know, becomes a wrestler versus MMA thing. And See, now I do feel like I'm in the writer's room because remember how easy it was when I planned that out? Now it's become this. Instead of making it simple, nobody gives a shit about all that other stuff, which is probably what ends up happening when Vince McMahon walks in. Get these two broads in the ring. It doesn't matter. This is going to main event. Everybody wants to see it. It's the first time. All the stuff is going on. 
I s- I'm in bed with Donald Trump. Just get it on the fucking television so everybody can watch it. I just can't imagine it happening without Charlotte. I really can't. Well, it's going to happen. This that's You can't just do this again at WrestleMania. It's not going to happen. And if they and if they cared enough about it, they would have put somebody else in the main event. Well, and that, they they were kicking that option around yesterday. It was between one of the iconics and uh, Mandy Rose. Mm. Uh, that, those were those were the the options. Either let Charlotte do it. They wanted to see somebody drawn and quartered in the middle of the ring, which yes. is, I mean, in reality, would happen to anybody with Ronda Rousey, and everybody understands that. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Fuck. I again. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. Eric, you'll be tuned in. I already am right now. No, I was looking up Mandy Rose. I didn't know who that was. So was yeah, I'm busy looking up and sure no, not bad. You're going to be channel. distracted for the rest of the program. Yeah, right. No, you're not. What's that, Big Easy? I said I'm busy looking up instructions how to block that channel. Definitely don't want to see it. That upsets me. <clears throat> you don't have the AWA. By the way, if I didn't mention it last program, go to Hidden Gems 1989. AWA. I read the description to you last program. If you haven't watched it by now... You're missing out, and I blame you, the listener. And also, I want to thank you for tuning in and downloading the Three Horsemen Show. By the way, you can find us also on YoRadio.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, LineUpMedia.fm. They are some of the best websites that have ever come out. That's all I have to say about that. It's a loosey-goosey program, as you can tell. A lot of energy in here. We're uh, currently on Mandy Rose's Instagram, sorry. A lot of uh, naysayers. Game over. And Eric just discovered a woman. First time? Uh, First one. Well. Mm. You guys are fun today. I thought you were married. You lost me as soon as you started talking about new stuff, Corey, (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. I know. That's why we're going back to old stuff. Thank God. Okay. You lost me as soon as you started with the old stuff, Corey. Here we go. Okay. We're here to talk about more pro wrestling conspiracy theories. Yes. If we had somebody with an English accent, we would play it. But we don't. Welcome to the Three Horsemen. That's right. I do pretty good on myself. Okay. It said sometimes it go to Australian. I can't help that. I don't know how to pre- <laughs> prevent it. Yeah, I can tell. It, it works its way from British to Australian in a real quick hot second, and I don't know what to do, but it's not bad. You know what the British call the Australians? Assholes. Criminals? No. All the, there it is. Yeah, criminals, yeah. All the, the criminals, criminals. <laughs> they sent them they all did. to Australia, and they started their own shit. Got rid of guns, too. Uh, it worked out. History class. Okay, so we're back on conspiracy theories. One of the big ones, or a few of the big ones we want to hit, we want to hit the Owen Hart one. We want to hit the Bruiser Brody thing we want to hit the vince russo thing where do you guys you just diehard wrestling fans and historians where do you guys want to start this afternoon and what would be for many of you tuesday november 20th i would like to hear uh, any insight you have into the death of bruiser brody yeah, that's an interesting one. Alex, uh, you want to give us the uh, whole deal on... Uh, I think a lot of us, most of us know the the story, official story. A lot story. of our listeners don't even know who Bruiser Brody is. Yeah, I guess we'll start from the top, huh? Sure. Go. Frank, uh, Bruiser Brody is known by Frank Donald... No, I'm just kidding. Frank um, Goodish. So, um, this was... 
What was the promotion? I don't even remember. It, it would Puerto be Rico or something, right? It would be the yeah, World Puerto Wrestling Puerto Council. It was down in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. So, so basically, they're in the locker room before he. So I was right. He was supposed to wrestle Dan Spivey. So Spivey was there. Oh, okay. Um, with Jose Gonzalez mm-hmm. and Invader One. Yeah, that's right. Um, so basically, they had an argument in the shower. There was a little bit of a fight, scuffle, whatever, and allegedly no one saw what happened, but there was loud enough screaming for you know the rest of the guys in the locker room to hear. Um, I think it was was Tony Atlas the one that ran in and saw Brody bloodied. And, this is this is where all the the shit comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. But let's go with Tony Atlas. Yeah. So Tony Atlas runs in. Brody's like bent over, clutching his stomach. Um, allegedly saw Gonzalez with a knife. Um, what else? I guess fast forward, it took uh, paramedics, like, well, supposedly it took paramedi- paramedics, there it is, over an hour to even get there uh, because of, you know, this, uh, whatever stadium or venue they were mm-hmm. in. Um, it's a soccer stadium. Yeah, it I, would, just, I can't think would of it. would be a rodeo. Yeah, I can't think of place. I was trying to think of the name of it, but anyway. Um, basically, Gonzalez claims self-defense. He was acquitted, like, a year or a few months later, whatever it was. But um, witnesses allegedly said that they – well, supposed witnesses either say they didn't see anything or they wouldn't talk. Um, some supposedly didn't even get their subpoena to testify until – after Gonzalez was was acquitted altogether, um, so yeah, it's kind of the short version of it. So he admitted it and got acquitted. Well, he yeah, he claimed self defense. Damn, mm. he was the big promoter down in Puerto Rico and bringing in money and being able to pay off judges. Apparently, yeah, it's not like in America where everything's you know totally good and nobody pays anybody off. Oh, is that how it is here? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nobody takes sides or anything. Fuck no. A lot of people... Liberty. <laughs> it's funny. Right. <laughs> I would have never known that Savio Vega was even in the locker room. He's given recent interview, Not recent. I mean, within the past couple of years. Interviews with Jim Cornette talking about it more. Gonzalez had a... a see, nobody's ever given... Nobody gives names. Nobody nobody says what really happened. Gonzalez had apparently just had his son had just passed away recently, uh, younger, and he was dealing with a lot of things. Brody, this is going way back, had apparently uh, beat on him when he was a job guy for the WWF. This is when Brody had, before he was banished from the WWF mm-hmm. by a uh, senior. And... <laughs> And, you know, calling somebody back in the shower and, you know, people still say they go to Puerto Rico, they go to that stadium and they walk in the shower and it's just cold. Anytime really? you walk in there, you get a cold feeling. So is it because it happened in Puerto Rico, there was like a lax investigation or, I mean, I don't understand. Like, so that's exactly what that's so they're, they're, that's what I'm asking. So there was like a lax investigation here and it wasn't proper. And, you know, they can't get like all the statements from the people in the locker room and like. You know, I, I mean, very much so. Now, the, here in America, when you get a subpoena to go to court, yeah, it, it, you know, court doesn't start till you're there. They come pick you up. Like subpoena means no, you're part of this. Yeah, you have to be there. According come, to wrestlers like Dutch Mantel, uh, Tony Atlas, 
can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. I wanted to say Tommy Rich, but it's not Tommy Rich. Tommy, man, we've had a lot of Tommy Rich references lately. Yeah. A lot. That's good. Keeping Tommy's name out there. Get him still work. alive? Still yes. alive. What's up, Tommy? I know you're listening. No teeth. No teeth. Oh. No teeth, Tommy. His, I think we're blowing his spot there, Alex. Sorry. They. Uh, well, no, I take that back. He does have teeth, but they're <coughs> not real. They're <coughs> No, but they look nice. Here and there. Summer teeth. They received their subpoenas a week or two after the trial had already happened. That's according to Mantel. Uh, well, I shouldn't even say it's according to those guys because I would have to have to have done more research. I was say pretty much pretty much everything we say from here is just hearsay, depending on pretty much who said it. Yeah. So, uh, but Vega told the story. They went. They went with Brody. Oh, not Tommy Rich. Uh, Buddy Landell. Buddy Landell was there. They went with Brody, or they took Brody. Atlas actually threw Brody over his shoulder and carried him out to the ambulance, according to Atlas. Mm-hmm. Literally threw him through a fucking 6'6", 300-pounder, maybe more, over his shoulder and carried him out to the ambulance, got him out of there. They worked on him. Those guys were a couple guys had maybe gone to the hospital with him. I think even Vega went to the hospital with him, came back, and the show ran. The show went on without a hitch. Right. And well, Jose Gonzalez. Jose Gonzalez. I was say the promoter didn't get stabbed. So. No, yeah. So this shit's going on. Yeah. Did he die that night or did it take him a while in the hospital? To died, die? died overnight. Overnight. Maybe the next morning. And uh, You think they finished him off? Maybe. I mean, there's a conspiracy right there. Maybe he wasn't going to die. I don't know, but I know if I get stabbed, I don't want to go to a hospital in Puerto Rico. No. Yeah, Ever. but if you're there, you don't have a fucking choice. No. You got to do well, something. I mean, you got to get Obviously, some you're, you're dying. Yeah, right. But, uh, I they, went to one in Costa Rica. Not. No. No. Any yeah. speculation on whether or not it was premeditated and they waited until Puerto Rico to do this because they knew of the lax court system down there and that maybe this was the perfect no, opportunity? No, they made spots down there all the time. I think he just you know, got Brody where he wanted him and wanted to fucking kill him. Brody was n- of, notorious for holding up promoters. More of a, an opportunity than a premeditation. Yes. In fact, a lot of people would say he was an asshole. He kind of well, he held up promoters, would that. leave territories without on a whim. He was just that kind of guy. He didn't like He was promoters. like the warrior. <sighs> no. Well, Frank in the chat <laughs> said he knew Buddy Landau. Definitely not. He went to not. his church for about a year. I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. But say it again. said Frank in the chat says he knew Buddy Landau. He went to his church for about a year. I don't know if he's telling no the truth. No shit. I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. I, That's I would awesome. Say Frank would be telling the truth. I would think so, right. I would think so too. He doesn't normally troll. Buddy Landell. I got to bring this up. Psychotic asks, "Where is Tim?" I'm he here, right up there. Yeah. Tinfoil hat. No, I'm just reading. The, I'm just reading who, the, who asked? Just reading the chat. The chat. Psychotic. Hey, what's up, psychotic? Yo. Another, but fan. Continuing, those guys went to their hotel that night. His lips and just have. <laughs> those guys woke up, got <laughs> the news that Brody had oh. died, and. uh you know, went about their business. Some boycotted, never went back. Some waited a few years to go back. Did Gonzalez ever go back? continued. As far as I know, he went back. He went back. Who's the biggest wrestler on that card that night? Brody. Brody was. For sure. Damn, that's nuts, man. That's just crazy. Uh, but definitely, I don't know what Brody would have, where, he, where his spot would be in the business now. It's always interesting to look back on what kind of guy he was. He never got a huge run. He worked world class. He, he was never in the NWA or WWF, right? No. no. Yeah, he was in the WWF, yeah. yeah well, okay, I, I didn't know that. Him and Hanson ran Mid-South. Watts split him up. Uh, Brody made all his money 
in Puerto Rico and over in Japan. I mean, he's a fucking god in Japan. I was about to say so, he if if his continue if his career kept going, I think he eventually would have continued on in Japan after or owned a part of Japan. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's who, what fucking Hanson did. Who who would you compare him most to today, as far as look, work, and not even today, but in the last twenty years? And what do you think he capped out as? Capped out as? Well, the guy who looks the most like him is that kid Harper. from. Uh, yeah, looks I wish like they'd him. do that with him. They should. He deserves it because he can work. Actually, yeah. he's not bad at all. But dude, what, Brody worked a fucking two out of three falls in St. Louis. It's on. Uh, it's on YouTube where the lights were half on for the first match. Go ahead and look up. Uh, it's taped for Japan. Anyway, Brody was like a a god amongst the boys amongst some of the boys because of what he would do and how he'd try to help the boys but i mean you know about the stuff with him and luger i don't see i i don't know a lot about brody so if, if brody doesn't die what does he end up in the late 80s early 90s where does he end up what's his spot does he ever make it to the cartoon era of WWF? Or no. Was he, I mean, he's just too fucking crazy for that. He just wouldn't have put up with it. He probably, like Corey said, he probably does what Stan Hansen did and just do most of his work in Japan and just stay there and eventually get some form of a ownership, ownership or whatever. For sure. WCW never hire like gets him to come back oh, over. If they do, they make a. I mean, he does what Stan Hansen did, went in for a short shot and is out of there. But never, so he, he's never a huge star in the states. No, nope. Okay, he didn't waste his time. So he was, yes. too, he was in too good with uh, fucking Baba. So it's the folklore. I mean, like it's almost the urban legend that. Well, well I think the shame of it is, is that this motherfucker got away with murder in Puerto Rico. That's a movie. Well, I mean, it if, should if, be. if Brody was bigger, I mean, like that, that That's is the only problem is Brody wasn't bigger. You have to build him up in death more the way they've done with. Uh, Don't hate me. Freddie Mercury. What? Owen. Owen Hart. I know. Freddie Mercury's bigger now than he was when he died. That's my point. That's my point. Very true. But also his work is known more now. Because people go back to look at stuff. I can tell you this. Wayne's World. nineteen That helped. 1995. Certainly didn't hurt, that's for sure. No, but like 1995, you wouldn't have known them. Now everybody's looking back and going, oh, well, Queen's one of the greatest bands of all time. Well, how'd that happen? Yep. It's because yeah, rock, the, yeah, yeah. the we fucking are the champions folklore stuff. 99 CM sectional soccer team. We're I have champions. no idea about that. But the point is, you have to build him Sophomore. up, get footage of him, get it going to wherever... You can see more of what he did, which is why YouTube's fucking awesome. Sorry. But if you can watch Brody work, Brody's a maniac. YouTube's better than the network almost. Because there's no edits. There's no edits. You get the real music. I mean, if you find the right stuff. That's why they take so much stuff down. Update. Frank says he's not lying. He went to church with uh, Buddy Landrell. That's awesome. What's my fan have to say? Anything? Landell passed away in I don't want to 16? break your heart. How long but was that? My little cousin. But anyway. Ooh, that's awesome. So you got a fan, but it's, it's tainted. Just kind of having your own Yeah, yeah combo, we, were just, aren't you? we had our own thing going. June 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. I have his uh, shoot interview. It's really well, good. It's so, really good for what Landell remembered. That was, so, it was really good. So wait. So he had a car crash the day before, then he passes the next day? Landell? Yeah. I didn't know he had a car car yeah. wreck. On June 21st, 2015, Landell was involved in a car, car crash. He was later released from the hospital, and he returned to his home in 
uh, chill something Virginia, and then his wife Donna found him dead the next morning. No way. That's Man. a conspiracy. Hey, official cause right of death. She killed him. Internal injuries. That sucks. Fucking Landell, man. There's a guy who should have been phew, way bigger than he was. That's a show we should do is, like, guys that didn't. Like, Landell's a guy that I, I won't even never... remember this by the end of the show. No, but you're just saying, like, Buddy Landell being a guy that, you know, <sighs> could have been, should have been, would have been this. He could work. He was an asshole on screen. I mean, how many guys Bill, are like that? The though? Buddy Landell, Bill Dundee stuff from Memphis. And I, I thought more about it. If you did the Von Erich family story, that would be unreal. They've done documentaries. They, they have, thing. but like, you, if you did a biopic on them, oh yeah, it'd be a, interesting. It's a compelling story that would get. I think it would garner attention outside wrestling fans. The For tragedy sure. of you know the death of. I mean, it's a, a, a fucking family curse. <sighs> and then the crazy shit, uh, you know, in the eighties. I mean, like a dazed and confused vibe with it. Oh yeah, for sure. And think about that soundtrack you could do. It could, I mean, Jesus. It would be a good soundtrack. Got that going for it, which is nice. Yep. Boom. Roasted. He allegedly left the hospital against doctor's wishes, checked himself out, told his wife he felt ill before going to bed that evening. Died in his sleep. Mm. Stinks of mob action in me. That was a joke. All right. Let's move on. Uh, did Vince McMahon kill Obviously Owen Hart? Not a funny one. Okay, I'll okay. repeat it. Did Vince McMahon kill Owen Hart? So I'm going to be more of a listener on this one because I, I want to hear you guys' thoughts. So that means you have something interesting to say. No, about no, that's this. just it. I have nothing to say. I want to hear. I want to hear this. You want the theory? Is what you're saying? Yeah. So Owen Hart fell 90 feet to his death at Kemper Arena. 87. 87 feet. Hit a ring post. I took the uh, picture when I was at Kemper a couple, couple years ago. What year is this? Last year when I was at Kemper. And mm, mm, creepy. I mean, obviously, we're in St. Louis. Scott trades higher, but. Have you heard that there's been ghost sightings? and st- I mean, like multiple. No. Ghost sightings in Kemper? No. I've heard it, but. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, who knows what it is, but there's been reports of it. Somebody walking on the catwalk. Workers up there have said they've seen stuff. Never know. Uh, But that theory has always been put out that McMahon had him killed. Why? Who put the theory out? Are you really? The host of Surreal Talk? (laughs) You know my side of that story, though, right? That you guys never have any. Okay, yeah. So who put it out? Somebody on the internet put it out. Bret Hart apparently wasn't real sure what happened. I mean, faulty equipment. Vince McMahon always does whatever the wrestlers are going to do that day, but he didn't do it. He didn't harness himself. It was a quick release where you just gave a tug and it released. First time they had used that equipment. Vince Russo wants him to do this for no reason at all. Russo's the one that I've seen gotten a lot of heat for it, not McMahon. I mean, Piper said... On screen in the early days of TNA, that he, you know, he killed him, uh, and that's all wrestling stuff. But you could probably put a put a case together. They sure paid Martha. I'm sure they got a civil suit out of it for sure. They paid Martha Hart out the ass for it. Do you have any idea how crazy you sound right now? <laughs> <laughs> it is a conspiracy show. That's why I brought you two in. What percent do you? I mean, if we had to put a percent on it. Do you think there was some type of foul play involved? 
Maybe it was done to scare him. Maybe it was like because he didn't want to do it at all. Well, he was, they scared the shit out of him. Yeah, and his brains. But do you think there was any rib involved with it or anything like that? that that's what I mean. Like, do you think there was anything done? I want to know why you're running a brand new zip line, whatever you would call it. What would you call it? I wonder what. Uh, well, I don't. Know. It's it like it's, it's bungee it's jumping. Some, yeah, like repelling or whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like, hey, we got a new one. We're going to use the quick release one now. First night. Well, they, I, they wanted the blue blazer to get down quicker, obviously. Which was stupid as shit, having I've, that gimmick. I have always said, leading up to this, they had put other people under the blue blazer mask, and then Owen Hart came out to prove it's not him. What if they had done that on this night? What if it wasn't him? What if it was Jeff Jarrett that night? What if it was... A lot of uh, people Steve have Lombardi a lot of people have more mask. money. So I wonder if they tested that equipment beforehand. No, I wouldn't have a problem with the new equipment at all. I don't think they first, did. Like run in a big show if it had been tested before. That's what I'm saying. Like Vince McMahon did the. Okay, at a WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels came down on a zip line, right, down right. to the ring yes. at WrestleMania 12. Perfect. Well, Vince did that. They've got footage of him doing it. Apparently, Vince would try out anything that because okay, he's yeah, the, the one that says I get it. Fair point, right. anything for business. So apparently he's not. He didn't try it this day. He didn't test it out. But he had done it all the way up until then, right? With all of their Anything gimmicks, new? with the he done it up until then, just not this That's night. That's the rumor. And the and the other rumor is that, uh, well, allegedly Owen said, ah, "I don't want to try it today. Well, we'll just do it when we do it." He went up. He didn't want to do it. Wasn't a big heights and guy. Up anyway. And went and did it. Huh. I no, can't imagine. Man. At the very least, so, like, OSHA probably had to get involved with that because, like, you know what I'm saying? Faulty equipment, a workplace death, you know. Right. The rumor is is they got $33 million out of it. The family? Yeah, it's undisclosed. That's, that's it? That's it. Well, yeah, well, because you figure. Money for a death. I understand that's and it, but I'm death. saying they could have went after the stadium. In, in the mid-90s. $33 million is a lot of money in 1999. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 1999. Okay, yeah. Fair well, point. But I'm saying the venue, the organization. Well, you know what I mean? Well, I'm sure they got Kemper, the manufacturers, WWE for future earnings. The, the manufacturer yeah. of the yeah of the piece that failed. Well, well, real quick, what was the amount? Thirty-three million. That's the rumored amount. Okay, there it's undisclosed settlement, as far as I know. You guys keep talking. I'll be back in a that, second. That that amount, just so you guys are aware, in today's dollars, fifty plus million. Jesus, that's a lot of money. In, in inflated dollars. I don't think. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, I think it's what we what we see is what we get on this one, guys. Yeah, I don't. I I yeah. just don't see about them. a two percent no chance credence. of foul play. They're, I mean, they they could have done a, the way those guys were dropping back then. They could have spiked them and see. That's why I didn't have anything to say because I just think that it was just um, an awful accident, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like something would have come out in twenty years. Somebody would have loose lips, right? That. Would have, I mean, if McMahon had that much trouble with a steroid trial in the early 90s, something would have come out at some point, and that this would have been a lot more serious than a steroid trial, in my opinion. Yeah. But, I don't know. So, so you guys, so you guys also don't think that there's any, that there's any kind of conspiracy involved? Not at all. Okay. No. Yeah, that'd be a hard one to really block up. I mean, there's too many people that are involved in that sort of thing for it to really remain. See, I think Corey was thinking that you guys were going to jump on board and 
Yeah, he probably thought wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I just don't think there is, man. It just. I mean, if we're talking vampires, I'll get behind that all day long. But Vince McMahon having something to do with Owen Hart's death. Yeah, I'm not saying anybody's getting on board. I'm saying this is a conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah, no, totally. It's a good one. It's a very interesting one. Do I believe it? Not a chance. Say what you were saying when I wasn't in here. (laughs) Actually, I don't think I did any talking when you were in here. You probably thought we were going to, like, jump all over these conspiracy theories and support them. You ain't going to support shit. I'm saying that this is something that's been out there forever. This is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, or at least thought that you guys had already had this conversation, like, early, like, in an earlier show, and, Mm -hmm. like, there were other theories that were out there. Do you guys not know about the Bret Hart meeting with Vince in a park after this happened with all the lawsuits no, going on? No. And no. they had snipers out in case Hart tried to do something to well, Vince McMahon? Just, you're making this up. He's got to be. Got to be. Okay. Troll city Where were here. the snipers from? Government or police or? Yeah. Vince McMahon yeah. hired Vince him. McMahon fucking had people watching in case Bret tried to kill him. It, it was Stone because Cold and it was... The Undertaker. Yep. Road and, Dog, because he was in the military. Yeah. And bat- One more for all the points. Yeah. Uh, who, Ray. Who, who are Do we really Apollo. not know all this stuff? No, my, I am I like laying this, this on you guys? I, no, I swear I've never heard this. I haven't no, But I want to hear it. Go okay. ahead. Well, I mean, they met in a park, and Brett went to talk to him. Vince McMahon talked about this on an, uh, that same fucking show in Canada. Off the record? Off the record. Yeah. He said, you know, he went to talk with Brett. Well, you know, he the, wanted what, to. What's cl- timeline on this? How long after? Brett came back to TV in July or August. This happened May 23rd. So I'm guessing in between there. Because Martha he, sued immediately. When he's with WCW, they meet. Yes. Okay. Meet in a park in. I, I, I don't know the city. I'll look it up while I'm How talking about it. Uh, Parts unknown. Pick- but Pick- Brett Pick- goes to meet with him. And apparently, Top County, Georgia. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Yeah, meeting in a park, 1999. Let's see where we can get from there. Um, oh, Reddit. Thank you, Reddit. They meet, and apparently, the first thing Brett says to him is, "Why'd you screw me?" Didn't ask about his brother. Yeah, what a nice start. Hmm. What'd you say, er- E? How long after? What a nice start. Oh, the there's combo. a mic by you? How by long after the Owen Hart thing was, or how long before okay. Owen Hart's death was the Montreal Screwjob, or how long after was that? What's the Two time years? difference there? Two years but, before. A year and a half? year and a half. Okay, so if if we go back to it being a double work like we talked about yesterday, everybody being on in on it, why would Brett start the conversation with, why would you screw me? Say that again. I said with, about like with, with the logic of the Montreal Screwjob to where we, we talked yesterday, everybody mm-hmm. kind of thought it was a work with everybody being involved. That would imply that Brett wasn't in on the Montreal Screwjob if the first question he asked is, why would you screw me? Well, that's why none of it makes sense is that Vince would go on TV, which is why you can poke holes in my theory all you want. I mean, that's the whole, no, I'm, I'm that's just the whole asking, reason we're talking yeah. about all this stuff is that, I mean, I how long is the audio on this? I think it might be almost two. Yeah, it's 13 minutes. We don't have time to listen to that whole thing. But, I mean, that all that all definitely happened. Did it? 
So what, what what's else, next? What else was discussed? Like what what were the other questions that hard asked? What came of it? What I do mean, we have, uh, Alex? What's our next uh, conspiracy okay. theory? All right, Dick. Are, are we really not going to? Because I'm interested to hear I am, too. I, I, this is the first I've ever That's heard of That's pretty much it. Uh, I try to find things for you guys to talk about, and uh, we fucking waste our time. I think it's so incredibly continue. fucked up that that's what they talked about if he didn't say, if Brett, I mean, if, if they killed his brother, wouldn't he bring it up? Oh, Vince wore a wire. He was out of there as soon as he saw the Texas rattlesnake in the tree line with a 50 cal. Wouldn't he have said, like, what the fuck happened with Owen? I mean, if you haven't talked to him and you haven't done business with him, your brother's dead, your family's suing him. Don't I mean, I'm sure Vince McMahon went there thinking that they were going to talk about Owen. Correct? Correct. And he brings up the screw job. Which, do you believe Vince McMahon on that? Vince's words. Out of respect for Owen, I met with Brett. Brett carried the entire conversation. I thought he really wanted to talk about Owen. It was looking into the eyes of a skeleton in some respects. It seemed like he wasn't human. It was a very weird experience. Wow. That's what he said less than a month after uh, Owen died. Did the McMahons go to his funeral? Owens? I would assume. Well, I didn't know if they were allowed or not. That was with the way the family handled it. Well, I'm sure they probably had a public and a private ceremony both. Objection, speculation, Alex. Very possible. What? What'd you say? Tio was trying to read. Probably had a public and Tio, a Tio was asking if the if McMahon showed up at the funeral, and I said, "Well, there was probably a public and a private ceremony." Yeah. So, I why? think I think they were there. I'm pretty sure they were there. He was his employer. Well, yeah, but if they think if they thought there was foul play or not happy about it, you know, people act certain ways after a loss. Well, they still sued him and won money. Um, a lot of fucking money. Think he'll ever go in the Hall of Fame? No, she won't let it happen. Ever? Because they're starting. I mean, they're starting. I'm not. I, I'm not good friends wife. with Martha Hart. No, but what I'm saying is, is Brett, Brett has openly said like it's time to. There's people that have come out in the family and said it's time to let it. Yeah, go. rumor has it none of them speak to each other. When you say she, uh-huh. you mean Owen's wife or the yeah. mom? Owen's wife. Owen's wife. Uh, the other. Immediate family members, they don't speak with her. Half the family members in their own family don't speak with each other. But, I mean, if Vince wanted to just put him in the Hall of Fame, what the fuck could they do? Sue the shit out of him. Could they they really? They have an agreement not to to promote him, not to use his picture on TV, not to uh, use him. I wanted to say, did they put out a DVD? In fact... Mm-mm-mm. Yes, they did end up putting out a DVD of Owen Hart. Yeah. The tra- something Heartbreak or something like that? I guess that's as far as it goes. Huh. Probably proceeds go to the Hart family. Well, I'm guessing they go to Martha. Proceeds go to Vincent K. McMahon. Yeah, he's not doing that shit for free. Also true. Um, What else we got to talk about? We got 6.5%. Could talk about Lesnar and Undertaker. Streak. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a good one. Allegedly, that wasn't supposed to be the end of the streak, but depending on how you look at it, they called in the middle of the match an audible since Undertaker was clearly hurt, dazed, concussed, whatever, and they just planned a spot finish to where Lesnar ends it. You could look at it in such a way that Lesnar went into business for himself that at that point Undertaker was... Older, you know, Lesnar could clearly 
take him on his own again went into business for himself and just think there's zero chance that happened you think he could actually force a pin on the undertaker yeah if he was concussed yeah you're probably right. uh, even if he's not i just don't think as much yeah, respect as the undertaker has backstage with everybody in the company the one guy that never jumped the streak what he means making you know millions of dollars for one year i think they would have said fuck you to lesnar well, or the third one I was going to say, and I feel like this is the most logical, is that the Undertaker was, was supposed to kick out of that third F5, and he was concussed and didn't. I, I think the first one might be more likely. I think that I think Undertaker probably gave the blessing during the match once he realized it, realized he, he wasn't what he was, he wasn't going to be that anymore. That's fucking hella emotional to get in the middle of a match to make that kind of... No, but, I mean, like... And the concussion and all that. I, I could see it being a combination of one and three. I, th- I think him going into business for himself is – I don't think Lesnar gives a, gives a shit enough to do that. Well, to, okay, and to add to this, supposedly someone in the crowd said that there was, like, a brief flash of a 22-0 and 0 mm-hmm. on the Tron or the screen or whatever they call it now, and then it went away. Like, within, like, two seconds. And after so, the match? At, like, after the match, and then they quickly put up the 21-1. and one. Yeah. My thought is, if you're WWE, I don't know that that really... I don't know how to phrase this. If I'm WWE, I don't think I put 21-1 and one unless you're trying to correct something, unless you're trying to... Here is a conspiracy here, right here. Unless you fix it, oh crap, we messed up in the back, so let's fix it real quick. And did you notice how generic the twenty-one and one graphic seemed? It just seemed like it was thrown up real quick. But and supposedly, like the twenty-two and O screen, like for the couple seconds that it was supposedly up, was very like animated, animated or yeah. whatever. So could be a work though think about that like they honestly everybody knew the undertaker was going to win so they had the package ready and everything and then you know under or lesnar surprises the world breaks the streak and they have to i don't know i mean they've been they that's when they started keeping shit very close to the vest because everything was getting out remember that guy on twitter dolphin something <laughs> he picked like 160 something straight matches on twitter from pay-per-views jesus but, but, I mean, he was either in the company or he had someone in the company, and he was releasing them right before the pay-per-views would come out. And then that's why now they've started they've started keeping things very close to where Vince, Triple H, and, you know, the two guys going out to where the referee won't even know, and they'll tell them in the middle of a match. Well, no, so here – okay, so I was going to read something here too, and this actually comes from um, a – one of those like one night only things that Paul Heyman did over mm-hmm. in London. I don't know what the time frame on it was. I guess I could look on here. Um, stage show called Inside the Ropes. Uh, it doesn't give a time or when it was done, but okay. So anyway, so what Heyman was saying is that okay, the theory is only a few people knew what was supposed to happen that night. According to him, the referee didn't know the ending. The music guy didn't know the ending. Only Vince, Undertaker, Lesnar, and himself knew what happened slash what was going to happen. This makes sense as Vince likes likes to keep major occurrences such as a streak ending as secret as possible to keep the shock value that mat to keep the the shock value that match gave everyone, including the fans. 
However, here's where Heyman's hypothesis gets a little doubtful. His new theory states that in the original booking, the streak was supposed to continue. However, Brock took it on himself to legit pin The Undertaker, knowing that he would then become the top story in WWE. Heyman states he would be immune from being fired or even being punished as there was money to be made on the streak storyline. Lesnar is a legit fighter, so it is very possible that he wanted to beat The Undertaker for real. He would have no problem doing so, especially if The Undertaker had been injured. I think if they ever thought that was a concern, they never would have put him in there with him if they were that worried about the streak. Nothing happens without Vince's okay. And that's the thing. They played on the the man who ended the streak. And immediately after that, they were they were flaunting it. They were talking about it when they right. were introduced Lesnar. And I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. That's what Heyman's point was. Like going into that, but like, do you think they do it disrespectfully to the Undertaker? I mean, that 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 that's the company pissing on him you, if for you, Brock. If you pay off the Undertaker behind the scenes and just be like, "Hey, no, hey you're a conspiracy." Hey, hey, sorry, we'll let you wrestle for ten more years for one one time a year for a million right. dollars. Sorry, here's here's ten million bucks. Keep your mouth shut, and we'll give you another million to do one match per year for the next X amount of years. I don't know. I, I think Lesnar would be hated. I think that that story would have got out. I think that I Vince think wouldn't be able to trust him from then on out either, which would be a problem. You know, you can't send a guy out who who has already proven that he's not going to go with the show every time. You can't trust that. Agreed. I mean, fair and, enough. And then I'm not on. I'm not on this theory. Anytime There's he's supposed no... to drop the belt, like you said, I mean, like fuck. Yeah, like he only drops the belt if he wants to at that point. I mean, that's a real problem. Same reason they never put it on people that you couldn't get it off, because what happens when it comes to crunch time? And I know that's changed now, but no way that is all planned. The network had just come out. They were trying to get subscribers. This changed everything. I remember watching the match. I didn't get to watch it live. I had to come home, watch it, and I was like, boy, this match is going like that. You had to work that night. Lesnar would win, yeah. And from the beginning, I was like, this isn't shit. This isn't how a fucking face versus heel match is supposed to go. If you're gonna, if the face is gonna win, I, I I've never bought into this. I mean, I I heard everything you're talking about. I'm I not just saying don't I'm, think. I'm, well, not I saying, I'm not saying I buy into it either. I'm just giving you the. Oh, definitely. It's not one that I would go to the. Wouldn't be my hill to die on if I had to pick a conspiracy theory. I agree with you. I would pick if I had to pick one. Well, if I had to pick one or the other, I'd say this is more likely than Vince McMahon killing Owen Hart. Yes. But, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so. For sure. That's all I got on that one. Oh, I'm not. I didn't mean to imply that I think Vince McMahon killed Owen Hart. I was just giving you the story. <laughs> Do you? As I was well, hoping you guys were going to contribute. I thought you believed that whole part. That died a fucking slow, painful death. No, you just, you just con- you compelled us so well. You nailed it, and we believe you now. Well, so I was, I was compelled by it because, A, I never even heard it, much, le- much less the details on it. Seriously? I, I, need, I, I, I need to go watch that off-the-record interview. Oh. You didn't see Corey this weekend in front of the courthouse. He had a table with a coffee mug. And, and I was wrong. Sign. The rumor said, is eighteen million, which I think Owen now Hart today would be thirty-three million. That so right. that was wrong. I apologize. That sounds right because if it's fifteen off of that, if it's thirty-three, it would be seventeen. You're still looking at eight digits. It's still a lot of money either way. No shit. What other uh, conspiracy theories? Was uh, Vince Russo a plant in WCW to take it down? I don't believe so. No, that's a great one, though. He's a fucking idiot. He pretty much did that, whether he was meant to do it or not. 
Yeah, it's were, too consistent with what he tried to do in WWF. A lot of the same storylines, but there was nobody to check his shit. Apparently, for every one good idea he had. They looked like they were dying a slow, painful death before he even fucking got yeah. there. And Vince stopped nine bad ones is what everybody says. For like for every one good idea, there was a shit ton of bad ones, and there was a checks and balance there. And apparently, There, he didn't have it. It was just, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's hot shot this. Let's put this on a pole. Let's put that on a pole. Judy back. <laughs> on a forklift. Judy Bagwell on a pool. I apologize, Judy Bagwell on a forklift. Nothing how wrong could, with that. How could we forget? Viagra on a pole. Oof. Pinata on a pole. They had some good ones. They had a box where the fucking belt fell out. <laughs> dick in a box on a pole match. I didn't I don't see that. It's funny. Neither one of us saw that. A dick in Promotion, a box. are you watching? Well, Joey Ryan's over right now, and he does a dick spot. Always good to have Joey Ryan reference. Um, what other ones have we gone? Th- have we got back to the list? We've hit. We've hit the conspiracy theories. What happened to our list? Easy. Let's roll through it. Let's uh, it. pick and it. pick and choose. These are just basically fun stories. Let me find just a nice rando. We're not supposed to have fun on this show, but we do it anyway. Was was the Hogan Booker T thing a work at? Uh, <laughs> not no, not him saying ninja. Oh, Hogan and Jarrett. Hogan and Jarrett at uh, was that was it Bash at the Beach? Close yeah. enough. Was do you, was that a work or not, or was that just more of Russo's bullshit? Go here, check this out. Go. Uh, Killer Khan stole a homeless man's hooch and threatened <laughs> to give him a Mongolian chop. Ooh. That's the whole thing. That's that's good, isn't it? He takes his hooch and says, "I'm gonna give you the chop." Sounds like a vine. Like a six-second video you'd see on the internet. Hold on. we got to kill this first one. The story goes Russo, Bischoff, and Hogan all met. And then Hogan agreed. Russo agreed, but Russo was pissed. He said, okay, we're going to have him lay down in the middle of the ring. You win. Take off like you're pissed. We're going to put the belt on... Booker T or Jarrett, you come back with a claim saying you're the real champ. We'll have you both wrestle for the belt, and the winner gets the main belt. Well, Russo didn't tell Hogan or Bischoff or anybody else that he was going to go out and cut that uh, promo in the ring. Hogan had already left and was flying back when they let them know what happened. Came back, sued them. That was the last time you ever saw Hogan in WCW. Mm -hmm. That's what I know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess Russo was some, Russo conspired to fuck him. Well, Ru, uh, well, his his side of it says that everything you just said happened, and he forgot to, well, like you said, a he forgot to tell them that that was going to be part of the the uh, the work. B he forgot to call them after the event had ended. Yeah. He's a lying motherfucker. This is no accident. I mean, he's just a jerk off. Yeah. Why did he love Jarrett so much? What what, what was the end game cunt. in that? I just don't get it. Like the the the, lo- the loyalty to the guys he showed it to blows my mind. Same reason I don't get why people listen to that fucker. Who? He's a Alex fucking Jones. idiot. Me? I'm brilliant, Corey. Alex, Pizzagate. 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 Alex Jones same can be people, same reason people follow Trump. You're exactly right. That's exactly why. I mean, he's high IQ, like, <laughs> highly intelligent. We finally got Nailed somebody ding, ding, ding. who says shit we want to hear, whether it's true or not. No, I mean, he, he speaks to like 
in such vague terms, and it's like all emotion. You know what I mean? That's all the those supporters like with the high IQ that Tio just Trump talked about know how, how to. Is. Yeah, Trump knows what's up, bud. They need to do a little Trump, by the way, because little Bush that is classic. Well, Watching that again. Me, Come on, Rumi. Little off the subject here, Corey. I had a guy here, tell me that that California started all them wildfires herself because they're completely cut off from federal funding, and Trump won't give them shit because Trump knows what's up. I said, so let me get this straight. They started all those fires in their own state. He said, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's dumb. You can't reason with that. No. What do you want me to say? Trump did blame the horrible firefighters in California and yeah. said he was going to take their funding away. Yeah. Jesus H. Christ. No, but this guy said that, they, that California has zero funding. I said, oh, they took it all away, huh? They got nothing. Nope, nothing. They ain't got nothing. They're, they're not begging right now. <laughs> well, they have 49 oh, states okay. now. God okay. damn, boy. That's some true uh, crazy shit. And California liberals. We haven't even hit hit that hard. Uh, let's go to our list. These are just fun stories. Man. Did we hit hard on the nails one? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The nails one was pretty good. You guys have heard the story about Ron and Don Harris. Remember those guys? Yeah. DOA? Yeah. You heard about what they did to Michaels. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Sean or Steve? <laughs> right before the... Oh, this, they're saying this has happened before Syracuse. Uh, Harris twins were on the way out of WWF and decided to shake a little fear into HBK in the locker room. Uh, basically, they held the door shut and fucking stood him up on a wall, I guess, in what would be a chokehold and threatened to beat the fuck out of him. My problem with that is Michael's being tight with everybody at WCW. Don't you think it makes it a rough entrance for those guys? Nope. No. Not at all. No, Kevin Nash said, hey, you get what you pay for. Nothing we were going to do to him. said, if you want to bring it outside of that locker room and go toe-to-toe, we'll do it. If not, we understand. <laughs> Who's Nash talk about uh, the – was it the, the he got the locker room incident with? Piper. Who, who's this? Uh, Not Nash. Hall and Piper. Piper tells a story he smacked Nash and Nash didn't do anything. It's in a shoot video. Yeah. He didn't he didn't slap Nash. Well Nash says that. <laughs> he goes, No, that's not what happened. I think he meant that uh he got in Hall's face and Hall didn't do anything and then they uh bitched him in a bar. Because they did bitch him in a bar. He said the same he Hall said he did the same thing to Zabisco because he wouldn't acknowledge uh Louis Spicoli's death as a human being. So and what was Abisco's problem with Spicoli? I mean, like he was trying to stay in uh, kayfabe. That's it. That's the only problem he had with him. No, so, he didn't have a problem with it. Uh, that's what I mean, I'm saying. There was no problem. He was just trying to make you know stay on TV. On TV, Zabisco kind of went. Well, you know, Louis Spicoli died, and I don't. I don't have anything to say <laughs> about it because I have respect for the dead. And they were like, "Hey, motherfucker, right. this guy actually died. You yeah. can come Dropped out of kayfabe." Yeah. yeah. I get their point, but I get his too. You know what I mean? I get Zabisco's point totally, especially back then. Those guys were dead fucking serious. (laughs) Sorry, this one's just funny. (laughs) Zach Gowan had his leg stolen at virtually every show he worked in WWE. (laughs) God damn. Really? (laughs) That's horrible. Where did that one come from? I hadn't heard that. (laughs) Number 415. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So there was the confrontation happened at a Monday Night Raw on June 9th in the Fleet Center. Said everyone was backstage. Piper was in Hogan's dressing room bitching about how Nash wouldn't sell. 
was being stiff with him. Nash heard about it, got upset, came down to either Hogan or Piper's dressing room, kicked down the door and tried, do you think you're running shit around here? Piper's bodyguard got in the way. Apparently, Piper stood up and Nash... Piper's bodyguard? Yeah, he had a bodyguard that was with him. His name was Craig Malley. Never heard this. There was a segment in Nitro in March of 97 where he pretended to shoot with a bunch of guys nobody had ever heard of and got in between Nash and Piper on the show. So it said Piper stood up and Nash pie-faced him. Basically, he sort of open-handed palm blow and shoved him against the wall. It wasn't a punch or a slap, but just sort of in between. Piper got up immediately, went for a leg sweep towards it, Nash's bad knee, but it didn't quite connect at this point. Malley and Flair, who was there with Piper, broke things up, and that was the end of it. I hadn't heard that whole thing. Yeah, he, I I, he's talked about it in one of the shoots that I've heard of. Did he? Heard yeah, of I didn't hear it went like that. <laughs> Here's one. Number 407, TNA pitched to Macho Man the idea of a work shoot angle slash feud with Lex on the basis that he killed Elizabeth. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. You really I hope that was, did that? I hope that one's true. No, but I'm just, I'm just reading what's here. I hope that's true. That'd give me a real good insight in about the people who ran TNA. Wow. I had not heard that one. Oh man, here's a good one. Bad news Brown versus the Cuban Assassin. Cuban Assassin, they both worked Calgary at the same time. Assassin showed up at a WWF TV tapings in Wichita, and Brown ended up chasing him around with a chair. There was bad blood between the two from Calgary when they and their wives all got into a brawl, resulted in an assassin <laughs> leaving the WWF. This legitimately happened. This involves a knife and a few other things. That's a good that's good shit. Man, a lot of these have to do with like a lot of them have to do with sex. Like, no. A ton of them. Number 192, Brian Pillman was a definite racist. That's just <laughs> tossed in there. That's just a sentence. Hey, just saying. I don't know what you guys covered last time, but Iron Sheik did uh, handstands and snorted cocaine while he was standing on I buy head. that. Wow. I don't know why, but I buy that. He's a maniac, that Sheik. <laughs> Dude, that's like going into, the, into a swimming pool mm-hmm. head first when you get the water up your nose. There's no fucking way. Freebirds had a habit of initiating new wrestlers by pissing on them while they showered. I can believe that. I'm Just gonna, a bunch of college kids at heart. I'm going to read two of these, number 387 and 388. So the first, <laughs> If you're following at home. Oh. Which you should be. We gave you the address last week. Angelfire.com slash wrestling, the numeral three slash K-O-T-D-M, numeral 15 slash L-I-S-T-S-L-E-E-Z-E dot H-T-M-L. Got it. That's another way to go. Terry Gordy versus the Dallas Police Department, 1986. Gordy was arrested at a Dallas nightclub after a night of heavy drinking. He didn't hurt any cops, but he destroyed a few patrol cars. Believe it. Number 388, Terry Taylor and the Fantastics versus some taunting fans, also 1986. Some fans were heckling the baby faces who probably had the hearts of the fans' girlfriends. The fans said wrestling was fake and that the blood was fake. Taylor then punched the guy to prove the blood wasn't fake, and the wrestlers were arrested in Baton Rouge. <laughs> in Baton Rouge. That's How about song, this? right? This is kind of topical. Number 207. Ah, Bruiser Brody once assaulted a fan with a vomit drenched mop because he was trying to kill the territory. Jesus. I don't know about I, I, mean, can, see, I can see that. I can see it. I'd do it in Kansas City. <laughs> Fucking territory was already dead. So here's 386, Sting versus Dick Slater. This actually doesn't go into it much, but, but I've heard 
This involves Dark Journey. Yeah. It says, don't know much about this, and I've heard several versions, basically, backstage at a UWF show. Slater really, this is post-Mid-South. At a UWF show, Slater really gave it to Sting, then known back known back then as Blade Runner or Sting. Sting apparently didn't fight back much and just took it like a man. You want the backstory on this? Yeah. I mean, you can. I already know okay. it, but. Okay. Uh, Dark Journey was dating Dick Slater. Dark Journey was fucking smoking hot. Wasn't Dick Slater a member of the KKK? Or who was it that was the no the rumor of the guy that had the card? <laughs> who who was that guy? What? You're telling the story. No, we there was someone was a card carrying member. We we talked about this before. Dick Murdoch. See Dick. There is a Dick involved. There's Dick everywhere. They are the hardliners. There we go. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, hey, back to this story. Dark Journey valet of uh, Dick Slater. Dick Slater. So he was dating Dark Journey. They broke up. So Sting gave her a ride. He was young, new in the business. So Slater hears about it, goes from the heel locker room to the good guy locker room, <laughs> sticks his head in a toilet and flushes it. Obviously what we would call a swirly. What, poor Does Stinger? Sting? Sting. Apparently Dick Slater was a bad motherfucker. 1986. Apparently knocked out John Matusak. You guys don't know who John Matusak is, but he was a pro football player for the Raiders and was known as a... Bad motherfucker, too. But I, that's also uh, not agreed upon as to uh, whether it happened when they were in high school or if it happened once he was older and in the uh, in the NFL. Here's a good one. Remember Austin Idol? Remember showing me that picture of Austin Idol? Yeah. Okay. Like a year and a half ago. Did you ever hear about his battle royal in no. Memphis that he won? No. So, <laughs> so the promoter, I get, I would have guessed it was Southeast Championship Wrestling. He wins a battle royal. They give him a check. And he he takes the check, leaves with it that night. But I think it was a big check. I don't think it was one of the small ones, although they did do small ones. He goes to the bank with the check, and it's like 10 grand. Legitimately 10 grand. They wrote it out and everything. Goes to the bank. Austin Idol backs this up. I know it's wrestling, and I know these guys tell their own shit. Goes, goes to the bank and says, here. I'm like, it's not signed by anybody. He goes, I won a battle royal last night. It's good. <laughs> Were you not watching? And a fan's like, I was there. He won the battle royal. <laughs> uh, they, the bank goes, all right. No way. Cashes the check. <laughs> no Are good you f- enough. Cash that man's check. Give that man his money. You know what? Now I got to look up where this was at. <laughs> well, it's got to uh, be the Guinness World Record for the... Look at that. Largest say somewhere official, south. Largest officially cashed check. I'm going to say somewhere in the Carolinas. Hey, while you're looking that up, I want to read this one real quick because this involves the Road Warriors. $5,000 check. Go ahead. 378. Jesse Ventura versus the Road Warriors. On a local radio show oh. a few months back, a DJ was saying that there was a slight altercation between Jesse Ventura and the, road, and the then Road Warriors. To keep the story short, Ventura made a comment, a, a comment about how animals motorcycle the animal. Wait. Okay. Made a comment, I guess it was a negative comment, about how animals motorcycle, the animal took the wrong way. Animal punched Ventura in the stomach so hard that Ventura pissed himself. Hawk called him to the show about 20 minutes later and said that that story was true and neither himself or animal liked Ventura at all. Yeah, Ventura <laughs> told him they weren't going to make it in the business. That's what you get for that one, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Can you imagine getting punched in the stomach so hard you piss your pants? Hey, Alex, are you reading number 231? 231. Oh, yeah. Real quick, Austin Idol does confirm it. It was in Georgia. Uh, 
Referee, watch the hair. It's an old Austin Idol thing. Anyway. Go ahead. Hold on. 231. 231. I can't get there. Hold on. I'll read it. Universal heartthrob. One of the bushwhackers once entered a shower and put his mouth around Adrian Adonis's cock. When Adrian jumped, the bushwhacker said, You blew your gimmick, mate. <laughs> it's too good. I don't care. And they did like, get the it? arm movement after he was done. That's so good. Well, it was good that they did it like that instead of like that. Oh, yeah, man. As opposed to sideways. The jerk up off and motion. Down. What's the, oh, yeah. No. Okay. It's the new one. Oh, you turn your fist. Okay. Okay. Well, that happens. That's messed up. How about Sherry Martell showed up one day during interview segments and stood in position where only Zabisco and Larry Nelson could see her in the studio. She then proceeded to hike up her dress, giving him the full shot of the beeve. Oh, no, of the of her ass, and left in a hurry. Well, I, mean, I can only imagine that being true. I don't doubt that. Sensational <laughs> Sherry, scary Sherry, however you want to call it. How about uh, I've heard on rumor that on occasion Jerry Lawler was known to pay the boys with food stamps. Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah, I just I heard he shorted them a bunch. Where did, where did, where did Lawler get food stamps? <laughs> oh, oh, I man. know Jerry Lawler had a uh, thing for. Yeah. Go ahead, T.L. He, he liked the young ladies. Go on. Younger than most. Yeah. Not legal. Well, maybe legal in Tennessee. Whenever you get a chance, if you're at home, you can in look Memphis. up the Tommy Gilbert promo on uh, Jerry Lawler down mm-hmm. in Memphis. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that was part of the show, but it was good. I mean, like, 14-year-old girls, and sh- I mean, like, creepy shit. <sighs> yeah, but that's also not not a not a problem for those guys up in Calgary back in the day, either. That's also been... It wasn't one of the hearts. More than one. Uh, fucking sucks when people turn out to be pedos. It happens all too often these days. Quite commonplace back in the day. Fucking terrible. They should start you doing... realize down in the South, like, you get married at 13... No offense, South. Sorry. All y'all. Damn it. I'll tria you. What else are you guys coming up with? What are you guys looking for? Anybody, uh, anything jump out? This one jumps out. I mean, the character of T.L. Hopper yeah? was created be- uh, because of Pat Patterson's secret plunger fetish. <laughs> Don't know about that one. Can't, can't Think there's any truth to that, boys? Nope. I'm going to go with uh, Vince and his poop jokes and poop stuff. He I likes see ba- that. He has bathroom humor. Yeah, he would be the guy who finds that type of shit funny. They said he was laughing his ass off two nights ago when Strowman kicked in the bathroom door on a guy taking a deuce. Right. I don't even know who that is. I don't know either. Um, the constant bullying and humiliation of Tiger Jackson, a.k.a. Dink. At the hands of Scott <laughs> Hall Dink. and Kevin Nash. <laughs> Dink. Dink, yeah. Uh, Dink you say Tiger Jackson, I'm just like, I don't know who that is. But as soon as you say Dink, it's like, oh... That poor, poor little guy. That, that, he actually yeah, wrestled right. as Tiger oh, Jackson for a time, didn't he? One particular moment involved Hall drawing a big black, a big dick uh, on Jackson's head and giving him the permanent locker room title of Penis Boy. Hey, yo, Penis Boy. I can't do it. That'd be funny, though. Well, we all know the last one. Number 460, you reading all these stories has made you dumber. That's, that's the last fat. one. That's beautiful. And that's why we're here, boys. Want to play trivia? Sure. Let's trivialize it. Let's do it. I think I'm going to set this one out since I won yesterday. Nope, not allowed. Did you win yesterday? He did win win yesterday. Fair and square, too. Yep, beat Corey. Truly. 
So this is going to be just like yesterday. These questions are random. The order is random. Today's order is Eric, Corey, mm -hmm. Everett, T.O. You're not sitting this one out. Oh, come on. Okay, nope. fine. We will only do three rounds this time, though. One hundred the first round, two hundred the uh, second round, three hundred Is there a final Jeopardy? I nope. can make one. Yep, sure. there is. I will make a final Jeopardy this time. Yay! So, all right. We don't need the board. Remember, I just came up with this. Like, what about Dick to go? Dick uh, Togo? Never mind. Uh-oh. Is Dick to go playing? All right. Eric, you're first. Let's hear it, man. You ready, ready, sir? Ready okay. Again, first, this is not Jeopardy format. We're just doing first right. round, 100, 200, and so on. All right, first question is... Who did John Cena defeat for his first championship in WWE? And it was the United States belt. Who did he defeat? And there are no steals. Can you give me a year, Alex? I cannot. Are you sure? Yeah, I can't. I'll just look it up real quick. Okay, thank I you. I think he's pretty sure. Who did who? Cena. Who did Cena beat for what? His first title ever, U.S. title. Which is his first title ever in WWE, which was the United States title. Shaka Khan? Shh. Hang on. Looking it up. Looking it up. It's not going to help. I'll just be 2004. honest. 2004. Oh, 2004. I'm glad I looked it up because I would have told you wrong. I thought it was 03. No. Uh, shit. You know, I knew this one. I'll give you another hint. WrestleMania 20. Okay, that, that helps. How about uh, Eddie Guerrero? Final answer. Yeah. Incorrect. It is Big Show. Damn, I should have went with Mad Dog Tannen. <laughs> what? Buford Who's Mad, Mad Dog, Dog Tannen? Tannen? Yeah, yeah. Who's Mad Dog Tannen? Biff. I want to know. I hate, I hate that name. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> name. I hate it. <laughs> Mighty strong words. Manure. I think we're going to have to do a different type of... Uh, yeah, as I say, the eraser's right there, Corey. Well, I don't need the eraser. I need the fucking marker. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. Got a marker back I'm, there, Big I'm, E, that'll write on the board? I'm keeping score here, too. Yeah, I, I know. One. I want to write mine on a... Fair enough. Oh, here's one. Here's one incoming. Blue? Is it blue? It is. That is a good one. Go. Corey. Yes. Seven. Who was the first wrestler ever to win the Royal Rumble on two separate occasions? Mm-hmm. Correct. What did he say? Corey for 100 points. He didn't say anything. He wrote it. For oh. everybody at home, that's the fucking answer. Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Hogan? Oh, Hogan. Hogan. Okay. Hulk Cor Sixon. Correct. E. That's me. Do you want the years? No. Yes. Okay. No. Do you want who he eliminated last in each one? No. Yes. No. We don't want anything. Do you want... No. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> E. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I said, these questions are completely random, so I... Anyway. Who was Randy Horton's very first opponent when he debuted on WWE yes, television in, 2000, in 2002? <laughs> Having the fourth person fucked up the order, because this would have been my question. <laughs> Randy Horton's first opponent. <laughs> when he debuted on WWE television in 2002. Let's go with Goldust. Final answer. Yeah. Incorrect. Damn it. Hardcore Holly. Uh that was my next guess. T.O. <laughs> Who 
What does WWF stand for? <laughs> no. Who was Vince McMahon's original co-host on the Tuesday Night Titans TV program? I know this one. I'm going to say... Highly uh, doubt that. Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs> that is, that correct. is correct. Wow. That's exactly what I was going to say. No, no, I actually was going to say something else. No, Mr. McMahon. T.O. for 100. Oh, no. <laughs> Hulk Hogan will be joining the program shortly. Eric, next Eric, question for you. Next question's for you. What world-famous wrestler passed away on January 27, 1993 at the age of 46? That's going to be Andre the Giant. That is correct. Look at you. How many Can times did you watch that goddamn Andre the Giant thing, though? What was the name of the uh, program that was like, it preceded Raw, it had Gorilla Monsoon on it. Primetime. Like prime, was it? Yeah, prime, prime time. Prime, prime time. time. I couldn't remember that was a good program, actually. Yeah, no, I know. That's I just couldn't remember the name of it. Would you guys please keep calling it a program? Series? Television show? What program. the fuck? Corey. Yeah? Who did Jerry Briscoe defeat to capture his very first singles title as a professional wrestler? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm just going in order here. Say Jack Briscoe. <laughs> Pat P? Oh, okay. Incorrect. <laughs> Rip Hawk. <laughs> These are completely uh, random. random. Yes. Okay. <laughs> H- hence E's first question. Yeah. Speaking of E, next question for you. Jesus Christ. You guys, these guys don't even know who fucking Rip Hawk is. It's a cross between Sylvester okay. Stallone and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> It's true. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> why? Why? Who? Oh, e. Who is the only wrestler to hold a tag team championship with Hulk Hogan? Is this a trick question? Uh, Macho Man? Final answer. Yeah. Incorrect. Is it the Warrior? That is correct. Age. Wow, really? Yep. I T- deserve to lose that one. T.O., next question for you. Yep. What year is it? <laughs> When Lex Luger and what Bret Hart, is your name, Tio? When Lex Luger and Bret Hart co-won the Royal Rumble in 1994, who was the last person to be eliminated in said Royal Rumble? Number three, you mean? Is that basically what you're asking? Who's number? Because th- if they went out at the same time, well, yeah, technically, I mean. Okay, repeat it one more time. Okay. When Lex Luger and Bret Hart, co- whenever they were declared the co-winners of the Royal Rumble '94, Shawn Michaels. Final answer. Yeah. That's right. Way to go. Top notch. Top notch. Jeez. Uh, okay. For the next round of questions, I think I want everybody to close their laptops and put their phones down. Not going to do that? Deal. Thank you. No, that's not, I'm not fucking you. Phone. I'll just keep my hands in the air. I'd rather do that. All right. Eric. That's a hell of a fucking, uh, that's a boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, you're looking for one. That's no, good. I'm, my, my. Do we have to put our bets on? Huh? Are we putting bets down for this? No, this is, we're doing one more round. Oh, okay. Nice. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <Fucking> easy. <laughs> How many times did Mike Rotunda win? The WWE Tag Team Titles. Three times. Final answer. Incorrect. Zero. 
Mike Rotundo? One. Oh, four. Who's the fifth with? I don't know. Oh, IRS. He won it three times as as, uh, Money, Inc.? Uh, Let's look it up. Michael Wall Street. Two times as U.S. Express, three times as Money, Inc. Or is it four times as Money, Inc.? Erwin R. Schuster. (laughs) Schuster. This is not dead air. Five times. Yep. Twice with twice US US Express, three times as money ink. I'll be a motherfucker. I thought it was only two. Five. Okay. Corey. Yeah. Next question for you. Who was Randy Savage's fucking babysitter in sixty-three? <laughs> Rhonda. <laughs> what former WWE manager was known earlier in his career as downtown Bruno? Oh, Harvey Whippleman. Correct. Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Four hundred, Corey. I have no fucking clue. He has four hundred. I'm um, three, so we gotta play the smart. <laughs> e answering the question. That's me. At the 1999, sorry, 1991. I'll I'll, re, I'll restart. Sure. At the 1991 <laughs> Royal Rumble, which wrestler lasted the longest in the match at 52 minutes and 17 seconds? 52 minutes, 19. Indeed, I, I have no clue, honestly. Just a yes. The Undertaker. Incorrect. That is correct. Who is the it? model, Rick Martell. Ah, Rick the model. That last, was me that got it correct. Last question for T.O., then we will do Final Jeopardy. <laughs> Who won the Bunkhouse Stampede match at the, at the NWA Star Arcade 1988? <laughs> That's who won it. I'm going to go with... Starts with the B-Bob. Teach a joke. Ten seconds. Terry Funk. Come the fuck on. Only one person ever won the Bunkhouse Stampede, and it ain't Terry Funk. He would have been in the Bunkhouse Stampede. No, he wouldn't. Incorrect. Dusty Rose. That was my other guess. God damn it. Hang on a second. Okay, is this Final Jeopardy? Well, hold on. Any chance the answer will be Rick Martell in Final Jeopardy? Who was the AWA champion in 1984 and 85? 65% chance it'll be Rick. <laughs> Jumbo Saruta. All right, so I have 300. Corey has 400. Now you can play the Smith. I'm going to bet it all. Like I always do. So, okay, yeah, quick recap of the scores. Yep. Hang on. We've got... Eric at 200, Corey at 4, E at 0, T.O. at 300. <laughs> Who is John Cena's best friend? Final Jeopardy. Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. The Ultimate Warrior Wrestling Buddy. That's not oh. That's not accurate. Ricky Bella's gay brother. Boomer and similar to a wrestling buddy. I like it. Bangles. Mm. How many Final Jeopardy questions are there, one. I'm just going to do one. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Your Scooby voice again. <laughs> Whoa, like Zoink Scoob. <laughs> they found us again. I couldn't. I lost it. kind of like Casey. I lost it. Casey. Casey Kasem, Shaggy. Shaggy. Oh, that's, that's right. Duh. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, I don't keep up with my. I've been watching a lot of Scooby lately. All right, you know you what? Have. We're gonna we're gonna make this a gen- well not generic, but we're gonna make this a broad category. Mm. 
I love broads. Mm. I don't like it that you look at me when I do that, when you say generic. <laughs> do you like it when I look at it? You can't you? spell generic without Eric. I mean, yeah. Just saying. Mm. <laughs> nice call. Great American Bash is your category. Fuck. Dude, don't go to the fucking late 90s. Fall brawl. I can't take this. Fall fall. Great American Bash, that's all I'm saying. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Whose idea was it? Sting. <laughs> Buff Bagwell. If it's late 90s, Harlem Heat. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yes. yes. <laughs> Tio's I want to change my answer from Sting to Harlem Heat. Tio's passed out. Yeah, nothing, no surprise there. I would have won if I would have said Dusty Rhodes. It's not over yet. We're still doing Final Jeopardy. I still would have had him in a pickle. We're in a real pickle, Dick. So, are you guys placing your wagers, or what's what's yeah. going on? Oh, yeah. Already I have nothing it. to wager. So, All I quit. Already did it. Okay. Tell me your wagers. I'm going to put them on here. Eric. All of it. All of it? Yeah, I mean, fuck. 69. Well, can't take it with you. 200. It's fake money. Corey, so. what are you wagering? I'm leading. I tell mine last. 420. 420 for E. <laughs> T.O.? I'm showing you down here so he can't see. Yeah. He's also that, he's also not sitting in a, into the mic so people can't hear. It. Well, he doesn't have to. Well, if I tell you. I'm betting all hey, of it. Is, is that... Corey says all of it. Let me all tell of you it. what he did. And yeah, T.O. says. That's right to win. Corey, let me tell you what he did. You want me to tell you how much you bet? I don't fucking care. Okay. 200. The champ. It's absolutely zero. <laughs> Sounds right. You got to get it right to win. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't matter if I get it. Hey, make this make this category uh, just irrational ramblings, and then he wins automatically. No. No, okay. okay. Great American Bash, 1995. Still don't know how your mic works, huh? Go ahead. Not you. Excuse me. <laughs> Sting. Sting won the United States title. Fuck off. Come the... on. This is the question? Go yeah. ahead. Remember you fucking asshole. The, d- the darkest days of pro wrestling. 1995. <laughs> Nobody is watching. Oh, I bet I know it. Sting won the finals, as I was saying, <laughs> in, the, in the tournament for the vacant WCW United States title. I, I know the Who answer. did he defeat in the finals? Fuck. Can I ask you a question, though? Was it a coal miner's glove match? <laughs> no. Okay. That, that, was, two, that, was, that was two years prior. Right. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with whose turn is it? Corey's? Um, yeah, it's final Jeopardy. I was going to say, we're going to... We're just going to go in order of who's on the board here. So, Eric, Corey, E... We'll, we'll just start with Dude, Corey. What is, what is yeah, happening? Let's just start with Corey. Could you stop fucking with the microphone? Let's just go with you, because if you get it, you win. It's like a fucking child. Hold on. <laughs> Who won the U.S. title in 1995 at Great American Bash? Sting beat him. No, Sting won the tournament. Sting won. Yeah, who Sting beat. Who did he beat in the, the fi- Who did he beat in the finals? It's time to answer this question. What's going on over there, funny guys? Oh, you wouldn't get it. Did you bring enough for everybody? No, but just me and Eric. <laughs> I'm ready. Fifteen seconds. Can I go first? <laughs> let's let's wait, give it fifteen more seconds. But yes, right. I will. I will allow you to go first with your zero dollars. Who the fuck were they pushing in 1995? Here's a hint. Okay. I wouldn't necessarily go with that logic. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Terrence Taylor. Greg Richards? 
Nope, just Terrence Taylor. Richard like Morton. Is that the actual answer? No. no. So you say that's fucking crazy. Ricky Morton, really? I got it. I already know. Yes. Okay. Here we go. E for zero dollars. I was gonna say well, I bet four twenty in the first place, but okay. I was gonna say Big Van Vader. Good guess, but incorrect. Okay. Eric. I was I was just kidding. This might be a little early for my guess because it's ninety five, but I'm gonna say DDP. Good guess, incorrect. Damn. Corey. I'm leading. He goes last. Fair enough. He didn't bet anything anyway. No, he said he I did. Yeah, he okay. he told me what he bet. He he told everybody what he bet. He did say it into the mic. Two hundred. Yeah. Ming. That is correct. Yes. Wow. No <laughs> shit. He didn't put anything. Buckhouse Buck. Oh. oh. <laughs> you missed the pre-show. This is who he originally beat for the title. Then they had. Oh, me. They they yeah. brought him back. They brought Bunkhouse Buck. They ha- they said it was a false finish, but he got injured in the original match in the pre-show. Champ! Then... Come on. I have on the pre-show, <laughs> Bunkhouse right. Buck teamed right. with Dick Slater wow. to defeat Frankie Lancaster and Barry Houston, whoever those Ladies guys and gentlemen, are. there's your correct answer. <laughs> Bunkhouse Buck. That's fake news Damn, over there. Tim is your champ again, defending champ. So, check this out. wins by a landslide. So who, did, who did Sting beat in, to get to that? So the first goddamn right, no. <laughs> what? Too cold, Scorpio. Before, okay. So technically, <laughs> this is this is how the bracket went. The first round, Sting beat Art Anderson in the first round. Quarterfinals, Sting beat Paul Orndorff. Technically, the oh semi the semifinals was technically the finals. Sting beat Ming. Ric Flair and Randy Savage, I guess, was in the semifinals, but ended in a no contest, so both men were eliminated from the tournament. What so? What do people blame? Nineteen ninety five WCW. They don't blame it on the booking, do they? Oh, of course not. Two guys in the semifinals under the double DQ. Man. Jesus. So one again. Did you watch probably it that because time, they couldn't agree on a finish? Did you watch it that time? Alex Jones no. is your winner. Now you're my age, right? Huh. First time for everything. Eighty two. Eighty two. Oh, so you're a year older than me. But you didn't watch then. Ninety five. No. No. I was just wondering if you remembered it being bad or if you. Remember it, it was bad because that's what everyone says on, like on the internet. Because there's things I can remember as good that going back and like like reading analyzation. Because oh, that was shit, right that after the dungeon of doom bullshit. But I remembered it initially as being good. You know what I mean? That's right in the. I think that's in the heart of the dungeon of doom shit. And that's why me. That's the reason I went with me. And I'm a genius because I'm Alex Jones. That's not good. So Tim won yesterday. Alex Jones won today. Who will win next week? No one, because we will not be here next week. Oh, that's not true. We are here. You will be the winner next week. Alex Jones wins next week. I'm saying we will not be doing a show. You know, the next week we have uh, a new trivia game that I am coming here with. Are you really? You got anyone? We're gonna have a special one. Special. Tired tired of being winning, huh? <laughs> Rubbed it in one last time before he goes. Real quick before uh, signing Mr. Off. Knowledge. Real quick before signing off. You can see this. Take this. your fucking pills there, Kanye. Hey, winner, winner. Get back on your meds. Today I have the NWA Mid Atlantic Television title belt. Ooh, it's pretty. Oh, that's not the one you stole, Eric? I mean, never mind. Yeah, no, that is. <laughs> I sold two for 20 bucks. You told me you stole one. I didn't. That's damn good looking. And what professional wrestlers might have held a belt such as this, Alex? Yep. Tully Blanchard is the last one to have just it. Just come on in to the who, studio. Who was that, might I ask? It was Tony. Hubert, A. Eh? Of all people that can't see that the on-air sign's on. 
Yeah, he's, he's totally he's sensitive know, about that. Yeah, you would oh. think. I know Tully wouldn't had it. Tully was the last one to have it. So if we go back in time, no, it's the second one. Let's see. We've got. Let's see. Tully Blanchard had it. Mark Youngblood had it. Charlie oh. Charlie Brown. The great Kabuki. Good grief. You know who Charlie Brown is? Yeah, yeah the great grief. wrestling championship, Charlie Jimmy Brown. Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Valiant in the oh, mask. Joe LaDuke. And speaking oh, of, big Joe LaDuke. Speaking of Dick Slater, I believe he was the first one to have this. So this belt wasn't around that long. It was like a year, year and a half. Because I know whenever... I still never seen Because I, I know whenever... Because Roddy Piper had it. I think during his second run, they still had the... The uh, TV uh, looking belt, the one that looked like a TV box. No, they did have one like that. They had that one. That was mid seventies. I think that was like mid seventies. Whenever Steamboat had it, but this one was like a. It's kind of like my Mid Atlantic tag belt, that kind of shape. So bigger than this, but smaller than the one you're talking about. That's damn good looking. So love the color. What do you guys want to talk about when we come back from break? Mm-hmm. Break meaning I hope you're enjoying your Thanksgiving dinner. If you're listening to we this. We could do a Survivor Series classic. Considering hope you this enjoyed is the, Thanksgiving. I know. I thought this about. This is the season. I mean. For all here next week, we're going to do one. <laughs> Might as well. Fuck. Hey, for all here, we got time. I mean, why? Well, you guys want to. get ahead a week. Why cool. not? If anybody's listening and you want to send us to send us a, an idea for a show. T.O. How T.O. Jesus Christ. Yeah, big, go big, ahead. E, big easy. How would they get a hold of us? Uh, generally, smoke signal. Yeah, but what if they want to use do... a rug? Flares? Flares are. No, you can send us an email flares. info at the3horsemanshow.com. Easiest <laughs> way to get a hold of us. You can find us on any number of social media channels from Twitter at twitter.com slash numeral three horseman show, facebook.com slash numeral three horseman show. Um, those are the best ways to get a hold of us. Yeah. I, was thinking about, smoke I was thinking about let's just do a show about 1995. I graduated eighth grade in ninety five. But technically we already did that. Remember? No. When we went through the uh Vince McMahon invading the territories, we oh, did yeah, a we show about right the, there. the dark days yeah. of pro wrestling. Do it again. Nobody listened the first time. You know, we could do yeah. it's not it. true. That one has a ton of views. We haven't done the super show in a while. One. Like what, a month? Been longer than that. Has it? <laughs> what was the last super show we did? You know it's November, right? WrestleMania. You, you weren't in a coma, were you? Dude, I, my memory is like day to day. I don't remember anything. Yeah. Like I, I know for a fact that any time I've did any show ever, I completely expunge that memory as soon as I walk out of the studio. How, Let's just look. Last super show we did. How do you stay mad at people? I don't stay mad at people, man. Fuck. If you if you count NWO. WrestleMania, if you count WrestleMania 17, that was a month ago. But then yeah, we go back to NWO, NWO parts one and two. So that's probably been two yeah. months. Yeah. E. Sorry. Jesus, pay attention. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. almost 10K on that Ultimate Warrior UConn speech. That's hell yeah. It's because he's a filthy fucking racist. Player. He's dead, sir. Have some respect. Yeah, okay. You should have respected people when he was alive. Well, I mean, that's true. That's true. Can't argue there. I won't stand for this. Queering is not what makes the world go round. I won't stand for this. For the I won't do it. What happened? I said, do I won't stand for this. Blast me against Ultimate God. Warrior. I won't Uh-oh. do it. Let's do the Ultimate Warrior Super Show next I fucking time. like him. I just. I was gonna. I was gonna cheer you up and suggest the Harlem Heat Super Show. Mm. Mm. Now you're speaking. To I don't me, know though. if there's enough meat on the bone. <laughs> there probably ain't. Or a warrior show. Let's be honest. <laughs> really? Oh, we could make a warrior one. You think we could? With we'll Kanye in here? With T.O.? 
Yeah. You have to be a little more specific on why that matters. Well, I mean, he'll fucking at least stay awake for it. <laughs> you don't want to do an Ultimate Warrior Super Show. Oh, I do. I'm just saying I don't know how T.O. fits into it at all. I had the Ultimate Warrior Wrestling, buddy. <laughs> Good to know. No, I, that's what we're doing. Let's do it. Remember when Papa Shango made him puke on the... F- oh, yeah. Yeah. Ultimate the hoe train made him puke? Yeah, the, yeah, the hoe train. Comma. Comma, 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 comma. It was comma, too. Comma chameleon? Yeah. Kama Mustafa. You know who Kama is. Yeah. He's a, he was the one that was MMA, though. He did the MMA gimmick. He actually fought uh, UFC. He's in, the, he's in the Million Dollar Corporation. Uh, that's where I know Kama from. Yeah. He's the guy that after you're like, just a pause in the sentence, you don't want to completely break it. You just want to like a slight pause. You Kama. That's why his tag team partner was semicolon. Yeah, of course. Hmm. Punctuations. All right, boys. It's been a great show. Yeah, time to wrap it up. So <laughs> We're starting to make grammar, grammar jokes. Don't forget to check out YoRadio.com. Download the Yo Radio app. Check us out at Facebook.com forward slash numeral three horseman show. Twitter.com forward slash numeral three horseman show. And YouTube.com the three forward slash the three horseman. You know what to do. Uh, I think E wants the last word on this, so take it away. Right. <laughs> This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.